0: Board and I'm one of the trainers at the International College of Professional Celebrants and also a practicing celebrant.
1: And I'm Stuart Morris and I'm the founder of the International College of Professional Celebrants and a practicing celebrant.
0: <laughs> and we're here to talk about um, the people who just really focused on being a wedding celebrant and uh, we do a combined course don't we up at High Trend House in Yorkshire um, and the question we're often asked is well why, why should I come along and do the funeral training um, when I just want to do weddings. Um, so why should I learn about funerals too? So what's what's your view, Stuart, on that?
1: This is something that I'm absolutely passionate about It to the point where the whole team um, get tired of me banging on about it. So I will admit that it's one of my-
0: I would never say that to Stuart.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, Ceremonies, the, the rites of passage, are a fundamental part of who we are as, as human beings. And and this cuts in both directions. You might want to be a wedding celebrant and you think, why should I learn about funerals? Or You might want to be a funeral celebrant and you think, why should I learn about weddings? And there's baby namings and all sorts of other ceremonies, wonderful ceremonies that, that we can be involved with. Uh, And there are two primary reasons. So so because the rites of passage are a fundamental part of who we are as as human beings. In fact, in some ways, you could argue that one of the big differences between non-homo sapiens species of human and homo sapiens as a species is uh, ceremony, is the rite of passage, that we deliberately bury our dead, that we, or cremate them, that we have a death ritual, that we have a birth ritual, a naming ceremony, that we have a a partnership Mm -hmm. ritual, a wedding. So it's very much part of who we are. And it's been around for a very, very long time. If we learn about being a wedding celebrant without learning the whole of ceremony, the whole of the ritual the, the the whole of the importance of ritual and the both ends of of human ritual making it's a bit like learning to drive um in a straight line and not learning how to go round around about you you've only learned part of the skill and i believe that if we learn all of it even if we only specialize in one part or the other and i'm very open i i' primarily do um, funerals, I don't do very many weddings at all. If we learn all of it, we'll be better at whichever bit we then specialize in. And I think that's really, really important. That in order to be the best wedding celebrant, learn about all of celebrancy. Mm. In order to be the best funeral celebrant, learn about all of celebrancy. It'll make a huge difference uh to to your own enjoyment of of celebrancy and the other reason and and this happened to me when i became a celebrant as a full-time this is my day job this is what i'm going to do to pay the mortgage um i thought i was going to be all over weddings did you and i set off yeah i did I, I, i set off down the road and i built my business up and i started doing weddings and i also started doing a few funerals and I suddenly one day I was driving I remember the moment I was driving home from a a wedding and I actually had to pull over and I pulled over into a lay-by and I just sat there and I thought this isn't this isn't working for me I'm not enjoying doing these these weddings and it was a really hard moment because i would put a lot of effort into building that business and, and marketing and and becoming quite successful at it but i realized that in my heart it wasn't i wasn't enjoying it whereas today i've just taken a wonderful funeral for a, a lady who died too soon she wasn't very old um and driving home sort of thinking about the comments that the family had made to me afterwards and how it's been working with them over the last couple of weeks to put this funeral together and i just felt completely different about it i feel fulfilled i feel rewarded i feel just just totally different so for me and we know so many people who've done this they've started down one road and Discovered that actually they've got a passion in the other direction. Whereas if you only train for one, you don't have any choice there.
0: No, Which and also more expensive. Oh, sorry, go on, Mason. <laughs> it can be more expensive. <laughs> uh, and I know I did personally because I I came in thinking I wanted to be a funeral celebrant, and I thought, oh, I'll I'll have a little double in weddings and see how I feel about it. And my wedding business really took off, um, and. And I love it. And it's it's really, really brilliant. But I have to agree with you that the whole thing feels different. Um, and it's really hard to put your finger on why you feel as a different... Although the, the theory of a ceremony is the same thing, the emotion and the feelings that you have at a funeral are very different. The experience is very different. And I'm not saying one's really happy and one's really sad because I, I'm sure you've been to many... Funerals are massive celebrations of life and very joyous occasions. Um, and I'm, I was really pleased that I took took both, a eh? because it helped me understand exactly what you're saying about the importance of ceremony in all rites of passage. Um, and actually, understanding some of the skills and things that you you think about when you're talking to a bereaved family, you might find. You know, you you have to use when you're dealing with a couple because it might be that their parents aren't there, and it's a very emotional grandparents. It's a very emotional, so all of the skills and the approaches that you learn, and things like you know, can you recommend me a, a, a poem for remembrance? Um, is is something that you could have to hand because you are, uh, and people want to acknowledge people who can't be there. So that's a really good example, I think, of where those those skills cross over.
1: And I think also, you know, we look at 2020. I know a number of wedding celebrants who essentially that, you know, I know, one particular celebrant who lost 48,000 pounds worth of income because all the, the weddings were that they'd got booked were cancelled. And so had that person got funerals as a skill, which in that particular instance, they didn't, there were plenty of funerals to be taken in 2020 Sadly, yes. you know, just from a just from a business perspective it gives you resilience it gives you a, a second mm-hmm. strand and obviously the wedding season it, you know, weddings are very seasonal there are winter weddings but it, it is generally a summer thing in the UK and you know there's there's actually funerals are to a degree seasonal. There are definitely more funerals in January, February than there are in April or May, for example. Um, similarly, in the hot months, July, August, again, there's another funeral peak. So having both uh, does make it more likely that you'll be able to make it work as an income.
0: Yeah, and it is, you know, the, the we, we all have reasons for, for going and some, you know, emotional, vocational uh, needs to yeah. give that drives us to that job but ultimately it is a business and the other way to think about it is you know if you um give a bloody good funeral service then somebody might think of you for their wedding and vice versa and i know one of our fellows oh, yeah did, the did number of times i've picked one. up a
1: baby naming ceremony off the back of a funeral um so yeah it's uh it, it's it's a kind of a circular thing, mm. and. You know, I, I know celebrants who've, who've done somebody's wedding and then grandma has died, who was at the wedding. And the couple have said, well, can you take grandma's funeral? And, it, and I have one particular family who call me their family priest because <laughs> they call on me for all of their ceremonies. You know, I've done weddings, funerals, baby namings um, for them. And we we say family priest in a jokey way because there's no religious sense because we are ministers without religion. But I know what they want. I know who they are as a family. I know their style. I know their belief system because most people have got some kind of belief system, um, even if it doesn't fit into a a, a recognised faith. Yeah. They, they may have bits and pieces from here and there, and I so it actually becomes, you know, when the phone rings and their name shows up on the phone, I thought, oh, you know, I feel for them because why are they calling again? But I don't know whether it's going to be another funeral of an aged grandparent or whether it's going to be the next grandchild getting married. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's all and it's nice, you build up relationships with people over time. Um, so, so for me, ICPC only trains both, because I think it makes us the best celebrants. Uh, That's a a really, for me, a strongly held philosophical view is, I don't mind where you end up specialising, but at least train to do both so you can be as good as you possibly can be at wherever you end up specialising.
0: That's beautifully summarised, Stuart, thank you.